Welcome to the West Next Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. My name is Chanel Wilkins, and as you know, you can find these episodes on multiple different platforms. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and RSS.com. And if you want to keep updated on the What's Next podcast, check out the Instagram. We have reached over 1,100 followers, so thank you all for that. We are on the road to 1,500, so let's keep that going. You, the username for it is underscore What's Next podcast underscore. Make sure to check it out. We do polls all the time on our podcast uh, story, so make sure to participate in those. And we have just more to more and more to go on, so keep th- keep the support, and thank you all for the support. Um, it really means a lot to me. And today, we got Paris Johnson, a.k.a. Dynamite Sports TV, right here with us on the West Next Podcast as our special guest today for this fashion episode. How you doing, man? Oh, man, what up, though, Chanel? Uh, I'm chillaxing. How are you? Man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling energetic. I'm excited to have you on this episode. You know, I've been on a couple of your episodes playing playing the games. I think I did pretty decent on most of your, uh, you know, game shows and everything. So it's nice to see you on uh, on my little episode. And uh, I want to thank you, Ashley, for the $50 gift card that you sent me uh, for the uh, for me winning the game show. And also, he also sent me a $40 uh, Xbox uh what it, it was the Xbox Live card, I think it was. Absolutely. Yeah. 40 yeah. ball Xbox Live card. Yeah, you won that on the uh, first uh, episode of um, Sneakerhead, Sneakerhead's Swag Famous uh, Game Show. And on the second episode, uh, you earned the right to win a $50 uh, Foot Locker uh, gift card. And we definitely enjoyed you, Chanel, uh, on uh, Sneakerhead's Swag Famous Game Show. Hey, man, I appreciate, appreciate it so much. It's a really great show, but... For those who don't know him, uh, I want to give you like a little breakdown of what this man's been doing, what this guy does. So a little bit about Dynamite Sports TV. He had a YouTube channel called Sneakerhead Game Show Swag Famous. It has over 1,500 followers on the Insta- on the YouTube channel, and he has almost 500 followers on Instagram. His Instagram is Dynamite Sports TV, uh, capital D, and then lowercase Dynamite Sports TV, so make sure to check that out. He does a lot of sneaker reactions. He does, obviously, the Swag Famous Game Show. And this man's just a, a withered when it comes to sneaker knowledge. So this is a good man to talk to if you want to, like, get right in the shoe game, learn about it, be about it. Because, trust me, we're going to talk about it a little bit today. Shoes are an essential part of your swag, your style, and just your overall, I think, mood sometimes. A good sneaker can really bring a positive energy into you. Absolutely, it can. It, it's, a, it's a signature statement, you know, um, frames, shoes, um, uh, fashion. Uh, can help you uh, make a signature, make a statement, and people, you know, they they um, make up their mind in the first few minutes of being around you, and those sneakers can get you in some doors, and they can get you out of some doors. Hey, he he is not wrong about that. But let's you know, let's talk let's talk about that a little bit. So you know, obviously you are the master sneakerhead um, connoisseur, and you you know you know all about it. Where where did your love for sneakers get started? So of course I'm a Harry Dynamite, Dynamite Sports. We put the her in sports, and that Dynamite is spelled D Y N M Y T uh, Sports TV, Dynamite Sports TV. So my love for sneakers just came from uh, being from Detroit. Uh, I'm uh, currently a swag curator. Uh, I enjoy customized uh, sneakers and/or customized gear. Because, you know, going to the mall, people will see your stuff and they'll be like, oh, where you get those from? A lot of times I wouldn't want to tell them. And I tell them and you look up there, I had the same swag as you. So I got into customization like that. But I grew up um, in the 80s and 90s. And, of course, um, 
the Adidas, my Adidas Run DMC, those Adidas and those Pumas from back in the day would really help me cultivate a taste those eggshell Adidas, I mean, shell, uh, shell toe Adidas and um, hidden button silk shirts. And you want to have the uh, shoes to match the silk shirt that you have. And me and my friends, we would take our silk shirts uh, to the cleaners at the same time and talk, sh- talk shoes. <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of the same way. You know, I'm a 2000s baby, but um, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Nike. I'm a big fan of Nike sneakers. In particular, I'm a big fan of LeBron sneakers. And actually, funny enough, I recall my first pair of shoes not being LeBron, despite how much I like LeBron, it, they were the Stephen Curry uh, original sneakers. Uh, they were, I'm not sure if you remember, it was the, it's the, it's the bright gray shoe with the white laces. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I remember that being my first pair of shoes that I was really just like enthralled by and really um, brought to school. I, I think I was in middle school at the time and, you know, got so many compliments on my shoes and, um, you know, and it really made me feel good. Do you remember your first pair of shoes that really, you know, kind of like put you on the map and made you feel like what you are now, you know, super swag, you know, yeah. sneaker kind of sore. Kind of like suede, suede Pumas. Um, you know, uh, growing up in Detroit, you had to really invest in your sneakers because of the harsh winters. So if you got the suede, you had to get the suede cleaner and keep the salt off of them and stuff like that. And, um, Suede Pumas and um, like some green suede Pumas and also Adidas Top 10s. Growing up in Detroit, um, they had the Adidas Top 10s, they had fur inside. And uh, you could actually rock those in the snow and you get all your little um, water repellents and, and everything to keep them fresh. But they actually had um, fur inside so you can stand on um, those um, uh, freshly paved snow asphalts and still look fresh. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, and you talked about how you also customize your sneakers. You know, you do a, you do a lot of you know customization when it comes to like the laces of the shoe. You mm-hmm. know, the, the design on the size. W- what would you say, um, just for our viewers? What what would you describe as a really cool customized shoe? Can you give us like an example or what what you personally find enjoyable? Yeah, laces and um, kind of like if you could get just like individuals get their hats done at places like lids and you get your initials or your nickname or something stitched in the side you know that's a good customization but anything like capped um capped laces with like gold or silver caps on them or anything um we would have boots and put put jingle bells on them and stuff like that and originally that's how we started uh customizing them but anything that kind of separates you from the crowd because I really don't like popping up with the same swag as somebody else. And uh, I've, I've uh, in my um, off-the-air off YouTube life, I've actually worked for like five dot-com companies. And um, I think the six dot-com, I worked for a um, shoe customization place. And I really, a sneaker customization. They did shoes, regular shoes. They did handbags. And they also did sneakers uh, here in Florida. So I really learned a lot from them. And um, they would have individuals that would customize the sneakers and put different skins and Python skins and stuff like that on the sneakers. So that really raised my IQ for sneaker customization. And if you watch this game show, you can tell he has a very high IQ, a very high IQ for sneakers. And uh, and it's something I always wanted to ask you, you know, and I'm sure a lot of your viewers want to know this as well if you haven't answered it on another podcast already. But I want to know, like, what was your inspiration to start Dynamite Sports TV and do the game show and really just share your knowledge of sneakers with essentially the world. Yeah, on Dynamite Sports TV, like I'm here in the studio right now. And I remember 
being in the studio. Well, first of all, I remember getting over the fear of having a podcast where my face was seen. So my first podcast I did like at a picnic table across across from a uh, basketball court, and I had some uh, Stefan Marberries. I had some uh, strawberries, some uh, purple patent leather marberries, and I felt good about them. And I was like, I'm gonna pull out these marberries and just stunt. Matter of fact, I wore those marberries to my video interview for to be the social media person for the sneaker place that I worked at. And they saw those mulberries and it was like, I was like, you know, stop playing. I belong here. You know, I'm in the, in the Florida sun and you see those patent leather kind of like cobalt blue, purple mulberries. And it's like, forget about it. I belong. And I felt like I belong. So the first podcast I did that on my sports TV where I felt comfortable when I got over the fear, I talked about those purple mulberries and I talked about cobalt blue, purplish mulberries and I talked about sports stories. But my second podcast I didn't have a guest. I ran out of stuff to talk about. So from working at the sneaker uh, customization place, I really learned the, the, the numbers of the sneakers and how to source sneakers. So I had sourced a, bu- sourced a bunch of sneakers and I was going to take them to Detroit and flip them. And then um, before my flight left to go, no, I caught the train. I caught the Amtrak just so that I could fall back. So I caught the Amtrak and I had like 20 pairs of sneakers in a bag. I was taking them to my son and we was going to flip them. And I was like, well, I don't have nobody to talk to. I'm going to talk about the sneakers that I have. So I took all the sneakers out and put them on the table. And I just started picking them up, talking about them and talking about sports in between. So I was like, yeah, this is this is it. I feel comfortable now. I got sneakers. I'm talking sports stories. I don't have nobody to talk to. I can talk about the sneakers. Yeah, and it sounds like it really just brought a different side of you, a more comfortable side of you where you can now like talk with your face in front of the camera confidently talk about you know your stuff on marbury purple leather all that good stuff mm-hmm. you know and that's and that's really cool you know and it's funny that you bring up you know the the personality and the confidence side of thing because as you well know being from detroit and also being a, a fellow black man you know how important shoes are to the culture right and you know how much it has impacted the culture um i would say in particular jordans when they originally came out and how you know people want to be like mike and buy his sneakers and uh you know, really, really make a statement and show off their, you know, fashion and swag. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I know, you know, going to school and I know for myself, too, uh, sneakers are like a fashion statement. They're also somewhat like a status symbol in a way. You know, usually people with like the coolest shoes are usually like, you know, the most popular people in school, you know, you know, have the most confidence and, you know, and all that stuff. Why do you think it is that sneakers have such an impact on not only, you know, the swag, but also sometimes your um, mental capacity as well? Uh, one word, um, influencers. Um... The um, Stefan Marbury, um, Patrick Ewing, AI, Allen Iverson were our early influencers. And what they wore, it was on the radar of every kid in any um, big city that looks like you or, or me, um, that looks like you and I. Just like I mentioned, the Run DMC, my yeah. Adidas, um, that had a real heavy influence in our area. And that was the positive influence. Now, the negative influence were the fact that individuals were getting hurt, maimed, beat up, stomped out, unfortunately, uh, for sneakers. Um, by me uh, residing in Detroit, um, Detroit bad boys, we really didn't rock with Jordan like that. So I didn't have an opportunity to get stomped out rocking Jordans. As a matter of fact, it's a video and uh, Dynamite Sports TV, Dynamite D-Y-N-M-Y-T TV Sports, where I actually throw a pair of uh, Air Jordan 11s in the trash because I didn't really rock with Jordan like that. So 
I would just kind of look at people like, wow. But individuals still got stomped out for the Gucci's and um, Pumas and different shoes like that. And that was like the knuckleheads um, being jealous of the kids with the fresh sneakers. But um, I went to a public school, but the kids that went to private schools, they would rock real nice sneakers and get dropped off at school. But if, if you were on uh, Detroit public uh, um, transportation, rocking the buses, you know, you had to get it how you live and get it out of the right. mud or get it out of the snow. You put them in your backpack and then put them on when you get to uh, uh, physical ed, you know what I mean, and rock them for an hour. Matter of fact, I remember a dude flexing on me and I had some shoes. This one, them big weightlifting dudes, and he was jealous. And I remember uh, we were in the stands at a game. I think it was Detroit Public Schools against Mumford uh, Public School. And he was like, oh, man, I like those. I like that. Let me hold one. Let me let me see them. And I, I was stupid enough to take one off and hand it to him. And he took oh, it. And no. like, he scooted it across the um, the floor of the gym. You know, hater early on, early on. But it, it, it was what it was at that time. I really didn't have any problems after that because I was with a dynamic crew. And we didn't really have no problems. But that was one of the first encounters of, like, a hater hating on your sneakers where he tossed my sneaker across, the like, the corner at a gym uh, floor. Yeah, I'm glad you and I'm glad you mentioned that side of the impact of sneakers in our community as well. It almost paints like sometimes like a target on your back because of you know if someone has you know better sneakers than you or, or you know more fashionable sneakers, it does paint a target on your back and it can make you in some way the threat because they know that you know they either or they don't know. Sometimes they think because you got really nice shoes that you have that you have money, you came from a good home and all all that stuff, you know. But we don't, but they don't know the full story. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do you think do you think that's true? Do you think people, um, you know, have a paint a target on get a target painted on their back because of their shoes, and and people assume that you know they come from money because they have great sneakers? Absolutely. Unfortunately, the self hate that sizzles in the um, black community uh, perpetuates itself in many ways, and that's just one of them. Another example is the whole LeBron versus Jordan. Who's the goat, LeBron or Jordan? They don't make a difference. They're both individually celebrated. And again, that's self-hate bubbling up because you don't hear other communities pitting Larry Bird against Pistol Pete or Larry Bird against Jason Williams. Each one of those individuals is are their own man. Just like I didn't really like when Dylan Brooks came at LeBron. And again, that's that self-hate bubbling up. And LeBron handled it well. But um, that only perpetuates in our community. Because, again, you don't hear nobody pitting nobody against Larry Bird. You think it's because he's the undisputed greatest white player to ever be in the NBA, so there's no debate? Or do you think it's is just a cultural thing where we as black people go against each other when it comes to um, our favorite athletes and take it real personal because we have so many, in particular, basketball athletes that influence us and look like us and we feel strongly connected to? No, I stand on that um, self-hate sizzling up. I stand on that. That's fantastic, man. Uh, you know, and that, and, that, and that shows a lot about you, that you, you know, you hold your ground, you stay to what you believe in. That's really good. And, uh, you know, another person who does that, uh, we actually just talked about him. We talked about, you know, Michael Jordan. I know you saw this recently. Um, it was on SportsNation.com. So Michael Jordan's Game 2 1998 NBA Finals shoes were recently sold at, at an auction. They were worn and autographed for the Game 2 NBA Finals. They actually appeared on The Last Dance. Those shoes sold for $2.2 million. Those are the, that's the most a shoe has ever been purchased for, um, known, you know, you know, known by, you know, the public. So, 
I mean, what's your mm. reaction to shoes mm. now being like a shoe being be, being able to be sold for two point two million dollars? You know, now in twenty twenty three, and then just what's your thought on you know Jordan be able to uh, sell his shoe for two point two million dollars? Yeah, that's public relations, man. At his finest. Um, I think he, I think he just broke a Kanye West record because the Yeezys that Kanye had when he was with Nike, those original Yeezys that he wore, I think at either a MTV Award or American Music Award. Whenever he performed um, Jesus Walks, um, whenever he rocked him the first time, I think they had the first record. It was like one point something. So, um, of course, Jordan broke that record. He has a public relations machine um, that uh, Nike's paying for. The Last Dance is a public relations uh, behemoth. Um, and uh, it's great for the sneaker game and it's great for the sneaker culture. I think it's great. Um, StockX, the home, uh, is in Detroit. Um, where the stock prices on sneakers go up and down. I mean, um, you, it's so many uh, sneakerheads who make money uh, selling sneakers and customizing them and the stories behind the sneakers. It's just great, man. I, I think it's wonderful. Um, it, it makes the industry, again, I talked about getting it out of the mud. That's, that's getting it out of the mud. Um, uh, I had a few pair of uh, Michael Jordan's golf shoes, and uh, I'm not a golfer. I want to be, it's a, it's a high buy-in for that. I used to golf on my Nintendo <laughs> all the time. and uh, But uh, I had some uh, ADG uh, tools, is a cement uh, Jordan golf shoes, and I sold them for a, a nice uh, turnover, I think um, 250% markup. So I love it. You know, I want some more to, to pop off. It's great for public relations, and it's great to feed the streets, <laughs> you know. Hey you're, hey, you're not wrong with that. And then there's this one question. There's a couple of questions I'm going to ask you. There's some rapid fire questions I'm going to throw at you. So couple, a couple of people um, have DM'd me a few questions that they wanted me to ask you when they knew they were going to be on the podcast. So I'm good, just going to ask good. you a few questions. Make sure to let them know to subscribe. You DM back and let them know to subscribe. The Sneakerhead Swag Famous Game Show, Dynamite Sports TV, D-Y-N-M-Y-T, Sports TV. I'm here at Dynamite, Dynamite Sports. We put the her in sports. Go ahead with those questions. All right. So the first question I would ask, um, the first question is, why do you think women love sneakers? Like the little sister that would hang out and and um, throw your shoes around and and would see your shoes and go shopping with you and saw how people would react and she would tell her girlfriends and the girls that would like you and you had on the fresh jeans and the sneakers or a fresh uh, tracksuit and the sneakers and now you know with NCAA women's sports and WNBA and and um, all the collabs going on, it's just happening. You know, you, you walk through the mall in Atlanta or New Jersey or Seattle or Minnesota or um, Los Angeles, and they're icebreakers. You know, you, you see your guy you haven't seen for a while and you have on those fresh AIs, let's talk about it. Hey, that's great. That's great. And then another question that was asked, what is your favorite sneaker that you have ever owned? Those Marberries, those uh, Starberries. The, the videos on uh, Dynamite Sports TV um, where I'm sitting at a table and I talk about them and I talk about the kid from Coney Island uh, movie and talk about how I love uh, Stephon Marbury's uh, story from uh, playing at Georgia Tech uh, in Atlanta and getting drafted and playing with the Knicks. And, and then people hated on him once he um, ate that Vaseline on uh, social media. And, and uh, they were, I guess he was one of the first ones canceled. And, then he, he um, went to Minnesota and couldn't overcome that uh, social media hate. And he left and went to China. The Chinese embraced him and put the technology in his shoes and 
those uh, strawberries I have on this show, it shows the technology and they had the QR code and they would play uh, lights to the beat of the music. And now he has two statues of himself in China and he could sell anything. And he was the first one that got canceled on social media. And it's like, it it catapulted his life to, to Red Bull logo on the moon type status. So it's like, okay, right. This is the first person that got canceled. There you go. He explained it already so well, but everyone who knows the Stefan Marbury story, you can understand why that would be one of anybody's favorite sneakers that they ever got to own that sneaker. My, and then we got two more questions here for you, Mr. Dynamite Sports TV. So the next question is, what is your favorite sneaker brand between these, Nike, Jordan, or Adidas? Adidas. My Adidas, you know, the executives at Adidas, I put it on them, not the shareholders. I put it on the executives. Um, I'm sure at some point experienced some shame whether they didn't show it or not because, you know, Run DMC, Russell Simmons, Lear Coin, put them on the map, you know, made their stocks blow up like the world trade. Um, and that's not a diss. Um, and for them to have treated uh, Kanye the way that they did, um, I'm sure some of them experienced a little shame because they were gifted that uh, influence of Run DMC at their height, the influence that Kanye gave them. Um, but now um, they've worked it out um, with Yeezy. Um, because I remember being in downtown Miami and I looked over at the Adidas store and I was like, I just kind of shook my head like, y'all be ashamed for treating Kanye the way y'all did. But at the same time, they didn't work it out and they're getting the money right on both sides. And, you know, I don't think it was the shareholders. It might have been one or two of them, but I think it was some of the executives who was feeling themselves. But behind closed doors, they working it out. So I know that was a long answer for me to say Adidas, but I just wanted to clean it up. Okay. Is there a shoe brand you're not, and this is not, this isn't a fan question, it's just me asking. Is there a shoe brand that you're not a particular fan of, and can you explain why? I used to be Pony. Pony used to be popping back in the day. Probably Pony. I see a nine. I kind of light up a little bit. But um, I think boxers rock Pony a little bit more than everybody else. You know, they had their niche. I'm not a fan of a lot of skateboard shoes, though I like them. Because skateboarders are kind of like renegade. I respect them. But they really didn't mess with me. I used to, like, reach out to some skateboarders. And they would kind of diss me, like, you know, you're not one of us. It was like, you're not one of us. But I still respect them. Some of them show me love. The majority of them don't. But uh, I respect them. So look for me in the future doing some stuff with more skateboarders. But, you know, they kind of renegades. You know, they out there risking their body and life and limb. So they wear their shoes with pride. And I respect that. Hey, that's fantastic to hear. We, yeah, definitely if you're a skateboarder out there, you know, make sure to go talk to my mans over here and get on his podcast. And then final question before we wrap things up here. They want to know, who do you have winning the NBA Finals this year? Everyone's oh, we've been talking about on sports podcasts, yeah. NBA playoffs. Who do you have winning the whole thing? Well, the way Denver beat um, Phoenix. Minnesota. Oh, no, yeah, that's Denver beat Phoenix yesterday. They, they, up, yeah. they up 1-0. They up 1-0. However, I can't go against Durant. I'm rolling with Durant. I'm rolling with Chris Paul. I'm rolling with the Phoenix Suns. Even though the East... I, I hope, I'd like to see Miami and New York in the Eastern Conference Finals. Of course, I love the Knicks, and uh, I like Jimmy Butler a lot. The heart that Jimmy Butler got, i like to see Jimmy Butler just get it out of the mud like he did in the bubble and make it to the finals. 
But at the same time, I can't go against the rent, so I'm rolling with the Suns. Yeah, that's a very popular pick. You know, obviously everyone knows I'm a Heat. Everyone, everyone knows I'm a Heat fan. Everyone knows I'm a huge oh, Jimmy Butler. Oh. Everyone knows I'm a big fan of what Jimmy Butler is doing right now. Can uh, he keep it up? Can he keep it up though? 40, I think 50, I think he 30, can, 40. It's tough. I think he can keep it up, but I'm not sure if the team can keep up with him. So I don't have them winning the NBA Finals. Who I have winning the NBA Finals is the Boston Celtics. Just to let you know. <laughs> Jason Tatum gonna have to knuckle up. He will. If he make it to the Eastern Conference Final, which he, he very well may do. But uh, Jimmy Butler is going to have to knuckle up against New York because I don't see them backing down. That's going to be a physical contest. So somebody going to have to knuckle up to get out of the East to get to that running gun of the West. So it's just straight like that. Yeah, I mean, we have a, I mean we have so many good teams in the NBA playoffs right now, and a lot of good matchups in the semifinals is going to tell us a lot about who's going to reach the NBA Finals. Because, you know, we're talking – we have injuries we have to talk that, – that are factored in. We have, you know – some we have a game seven tonight between the Phoenix Suns and uh, Golden State. Or sorry, the Golden State Warriors and the Sacramento Kings. Um, yeah, my son, he liked the he liked the uh, Golden State. Pool gonna have to step up and Wiggins gonna have to step up. Everybody else gonna step up. And but before we get out of here, just let me shout out uh, Jimmy Butler. His shoes, he had the shoes made in China with that technology in them. And you're gonna be seeing a lot of um, players uh, go to China to to um, really get some some say so in the technology to go in their sneakers. So shout out to Jimmy Butler. Hit check out his uh, sneakers from China that are swagged out with the technology in them. As I told you, this man, the shoe connoisseur, Mr. Swag, famous <laughs> himself. And I want to thank him for being on the podcast today, taking some time to talk with me, taking the time out of your day to chat with me about sneakers and everything. I really appreciate your time. And if you don't know already, make sure to check out the Swag Famous Game Show. Tell I mean, tell them how they even get on this Swag Famous Game Show because I'm sure a lot of people want to be on it. Yeah, you can go to YouTube, Sneakerheads, Swag Famous. That's uh, S-W-A-G-G, Famous Game Show, Sneakerheads, Swag Famous Game Show. Uh, trash versus Cash is the game inside the show. And, uh, again, I, I threw some uh, Jordans in the trash. You can see a short of me doing that, some 11s, and I did that because I'm a diehard Detroit Pistons uh, bad boy fan, and I really didn't rock with Jordan like that. But what I realized is that I was actually throwing cash in the trash. So um, you can uh, subscribe to the show, share the show, show me that you shared it, um, comment and like, and you can have an opportunity to come on the show and win a $50 or $100 and or other prizes uh, 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 coming on the show, and we could chop it up. And we got a lot of fun games coming up, and we're going to diversify those games and just have some fun. You know, I don't want to have like a regular uh, sports podcast. I try to switch it up and kind of perform the sports stories that I'm talking about, and I do that in a game show uh, format. And he's one of the best at doing it, man. You know, he <laughs> gives away prizes all the way from small gift cards. I've seen him give away some Vans sneakers before. Like yes, this man. Sir. So it's a, it's a great opportunity. Make sure to share, show him that you share his content. Uh, make sure to follow the Instagram, Dynamite Sports TV. That's D-Y-N-M-Y-S-P-O-R-T-S-T-V. Get him to Get him to his 500 followers. And also subscribe to the YouTube channel, Sneakerhead Game Show Swag Famous. Those are two platforms you can reach my guy at. Thank you so much for being on the show. And you can watch this show on our four platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, RSS.com, and Google Podcasts. All you got to do is type in What's Next Podcast or follow the Instagram, underscore What's Next Podcast, underscore. The link will be in the bio of that Instagram, and I will put on my story and I'll post when this episode is going to be out real soon. So make sure to check that out. So in the meantime, thank you all for watching the episode.